0: what's that hello everybody and welcome to the leveled up hand polished organic fat-free genetically enhanced serbian corner on the dnvr nuggets podcast channel as well on dnvr sports youtube where you can comment live and voya will probably see your comments since i'm producing while trying to get my thoughts in order on a foreign language so serbian corner with completely new segments about the denver nuggets that will show you how a serbian that has never been to Colorado, and that would be me, views the rectangle state on the Rocky Mountains. You can also expect some nuggets in general NBA trivia games and much, much more. My name is Miroslav, calling from Panchevo, Serbia, and I'm joined, as always, by Voya, calling from Lincoln, Nebraska. Voya, is Nebraska football in a better shape than Colorado's
1: these days? Oh, it's... uh, I think I think it is because Colorado's is like very low but it's not good it's not good at all it's not uh it, I mean it's a nice at least the weather is better but I almost fell asleep because it's so hot now and there's no they switched over to heating so I'm like I'll need this show now to like keep me awake for the next hour it's going to be exciting at least like Nuggets gave us these last two games to be excited about after the first dud
0: this this sunday is a football game Voya explained to me because i have no idea i had to google if broncos are actually <laughs> playing today and unfortunately they are but before that let's give you something to be to be uh, cheerful excited about yeah. and <laughs> excited about and start your your sunday on a on a right note so let's start with our first segment our favorite segment mile high positivity it is a segment about what we were the most high or optimistic about last week and again we are not legally allowed to get high in either Serbia nor Nebraska <laughs> so this is just a figure of speech again it is so funny how a serbian corner episode evolves over the week i have this template i use for the episode preparation and after that utah game i've put here under the positivity <laughs> please god give us something for the next from the next two games to to hang on to and of course our lord and savior nikola jokic heard me and delivered first a bare bones triple double versus the warriors secured by a touchdown pass in the last seconds of the game and then a very whole milk kind of a triple double against the okc as our guys already informed you last night nikola with 78 career triple doubles is now tied at number six all time with will chamberlain and is now eyeing LeBron and Jason Kidd, who have about 30 triple doubles more than Nicola. And here's a bold take. Unless Braun goes on a on a like a, a crazy spree and start piling up triple doubles at his age 49 season, I predict <laughs> Nicola overtaking number four spot on this list by the end of this season. So that means almost a triple double every other night, but why not? Nicola has uh, reached this yeah, milestone. Yeah, his milestone in his 530th game, uh, regular season match, while a guy with the, la- the least games played that uh, that is in front of him on this list is Magic Johnson with 906 games. So why the hell not? I mean, realistically speaking Oscar Robertson and and uh uh Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook are probably unreachable, but who knows, we'll see
1: we'll see yeah it's it's yeah we forget like i mean four seasons in a row russell osberg just like basically every other every what you said every other night uh but i but wilt is funny because right there was we assume there's been a lot more with him with because of blocks that that this is kind of is it like retroactively 78 or is it since they started counting like it's that's what's kind of interesting with him. Like, unfortunately, we don't have the early stats of yeah, but yeah. Back then, that, no yeah. blocks nor yeah. nor
0: nor uh, steals were, were recorded, and there is almost no footage of games. That's yeah, because so that would be fascinating to back. see how many
1: quadruple doubles he and Bill, uh, Bill Russell had at some point. But either way, I mean, it is what it is now. The records are records. Uh, 70. This is awesome. I mean, sixth all time for center. I mean, honestly, the next game, Portland. We'll see if I mean he he you know he plays well against him but I I really wonder I'm like I'm wearing a Showtime shirt again like last mm-hmm. week and I might keep wearing it until MPJ disappoints me which might be like the whole season I might be just every week in the same same Showtime shirt just for him uh, I said on Twitter like, that he's one of my favorite players right now and uh, we'll talk we'll talk about him later but just with with talking about triple doubles with Jokic at some point they're not, they can't double him anymore. And they, I mean, they didn't do it. I mean, they did it a lot more last year because he was surrounded by, you know, bare bones ro- roster with, you know, we talked about it like, to death, like the, the guys in second unit were playing the first units, blah, blah, but now this is insane. I mean, it's like MPJ is on the other side and KCP, if he start if he keeps going, which I think he can, because again, he's so open. It's not like he's forcing any shots, but MPJ he got uh, the guys talked about yesterday in the post game. So many shots he missed were like that's surprising. Like he almost would. It, they're, they're, this this was his bad shooting night. Five of ten basically, based on the shot the quality of shots he was getting. And I wonder at some point if they're gonna stop doubling him and not even try and be like, sure, go one on one, beat us, score forty, because that's the best solution we can have and not you know not let anyone else go off because otherwise you'll have a game like the, like last night, which is. 19, 16, 13 and you have other 220 you know other 20 points scorers. like and it's just beautiful to watch but it'll be interesting to see like if he can actually do every other night like cuz again it's just pick your poison at this point it's it's fascinating to see how the teams will adjust differently to to him what do you what do you think about the i mean you said you would so give a hot take you said 30 more this season like do you see it really happening like that or like easily or, or like hard yeah,
0: the the reason i i said uh, I, I, I see it now is because when you look at the game against the OKC, I think they did a pretty good job by doubling Jokic in a pretty smart ways. Some of the passes he needed to make were like like yeah. uh, quintessential. In- insane passes that were actually needed for him to, to be able to to get to the to open shooter. And one thing I wanted to speak about, and I wanted to speak about it later, but it doesn't matter. One thing I really like about... Uh, not only the starting unit, but also some other guys joining the starting unit. And I and I said before the season, Nuggets have seven starters. They you should count Bones and and also. Um, bruce brown as starters as well and you can but then it's age I,
1: I mean we just we saw how jeff green was playing well yeah absolutely okay, absolutely yeah, was nice. <laughs> i would yeah, honestly i would actually i would actually like a man i thought you when when we talked about before the show when you said seven i thought you meant bruce brown and jeff green because i would still put bones as he's not he's a he's still a bench player even like in best and and, and like you know in negative and positive like as a you know, spark plug, like he's incredible. But then I think like he still lacks a little bit of this, this, you know, the starter discipline in closing moments. He's like a wild card still that, that we talked about, you know, previous few weeks that he'll hone in that that part of his with experience. It's just that it's a second year. Like it's not uncommon that that kind of that kind of, uh, you know, lucidity and like interesting, um, interesting drive that he has is, is like really Right now, perfect for this type of team for the bench because, got you know we, we know Nuggets needed you know needed some personality at some points during the game, and you know when he does that, you know we we saw him at Golden State that one move he made and it's like a swing you know a sling pass left handed no look to Michael Porter after like yep. basically his we 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 call it right we call that in soccer when when a player. Um, you can't get a ball away from him. That he put one of the shoelaces in the valve, and so like the ball is stuck to his feet. This was literally like he he had stucco on on the basketball and just was gliding through multiple players. And it's like, how is he not losing this ball? This is incredible. So I would have him as like the you know the best bench player for this team, and then you have Bruce Brown and Jeff Green as your stable Ljokic type starters that that when they come in you don't notice. Like, I mean, you, you I'm not going to like you. What, what did you man? What did you um? What were you telling me before the show? Like when you watch Bruce Brown uh and, and Christian Brown in the game, and you're like, Oh, he's playing with this, like, what was your take there? Like, that's, that's yeah, incredible. Exactly. So
0: share. so so it was like ten minutes before uh, ten minutes mark at the fourth quarter against the OKC, and I see Christian Brown playing great basketball with starters, and then I, you know, cleared my eyes and I saw it wasn't a starters, it was Jokic and Porter, but then there was also Bruce Brown and and Jeff Green. So those are three bench pieces. But man, they were fitting like a glove. It, was, it yep. was just amazing to watch. One thing I wanted to say. We are uh, seeing a lot of Jokic assists, but we are also seeing a lot of Jokic's hockey assists. I yep. love the yep. fact that the guys are willing to, to you know, convert a, a really good shot into an excellent shot by making one extra pass. And almost all of the guys are willing to do that which is just amazing to see so you can see how bought in into the system so many guys there are I mean you cannot you cannot get dandre Jordan in the system because he will not you know share the court with Jokic at any point yeah. of this season hopefully not yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> but other than that man I, I don't see a lot of guys on this roster that that they're not uh, willing uh, willing players of of uh, Jokic ball which is which is pretty amazing and this is this is the main reason why I'm so optimistic about mm-hmm. uh, Jokic Agreed. making that kind of huge jump in number of triple doubles i might be wrong of course but one thing that's also convincing me of this is they don't appear to be able to to blast teams out during the game i mean we are so hyped right now and their plus minus over these three games is like minus 10 because they got blown out by utah and they, yeah, they have yeah. two pretty skinny wins against golden state and and okc but there are of course some some uh, uh reasons for for yeah, those yeah. wins not to be more uh more uh
1: well i'll, I'll give you i mean i'll give a reason for from from my perspective i think you pro- probably share it the same way and i'm i'm and if anyone you know is is feeling really optimistic and are in the same like conundrum, like why we have we barely won two games, it's because we're seeing in front of our eyes the okay we got smacked by Utah and that was like a, we you know we called it for Nuggets' early show we called the cold shower and it kind of woke up the team and it looked like it that they they were waking and even yesterday I was expecting maybe a similar approach from Wednesday because it's OKC second out of a back to back but it really wasn't and and we're seeing this team w- which we haven't. Um, seen before which we haven't had a chance to see before of these new guys coming in with prime jokic um basically like figuring things out on the on the like as the time goes on and because again w- w- like previous years when they were good they kind of all grew up together and you see collective improvements over the seasons and you're just like okay this there's things to improve then all, all five of them or whatever seven of them their core in those years they would improve together and then all of a sudden it puts together and you're like okay this is great but now we see like okay Jokic is great Murray's still Murray still rough but then you have moments like the third quarter is like oh is this a Murray flurry and then beginning the beginning the game like okay there's a mix of these triple double uh, set, you know, sets to start off the offense but then when you said hockey assists KCP gets the shot gets 13 points like you know Prime Gary or, or Will Barton when they would do in those, those games with those like four guys around him they were just like basically the ones finishing the plays uh, from the three point line. And then okay, then there's some sloppy stuff, like, you know with you know, with Jamal like he's a little tired, like he's you know, he's uh, you know, he may be out of focus a little bit, there's some balls, but then again, okay, we're we're figuring out like, okay, Bruce Brown comes in, now it's all defensive and like he's slashing. So there's like these pieces that we can kind of see just like a puzzle forming but not all together like at once. Just like, okay, we have figured this part of it. You know, we have the sky of this like landscape. Okay, now we see the mountains a little bit here. Then there's a river there we're going to see. And then eventually I think the whole thing is going to come together. And that's why I think everyone's optimistic because we see these flashes of like, oh, wow, this is so rough still, but we can see this beautiful picture forming and it's not even done yet. And I think that's, for me, at least that's where the optimism comes from. Like it's really, really fun. Now we haven't had that opportunity to see this because the team was so constant and used to each other there. We just saw the whole thing. Maybe it was like not a pretty, pretty, picture, but it was still complete. And now we kind of you know changed it up. So, what do you think about that that analogy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I like it. And and on top of that, we have to we have to give uh, give props to Michael Malone, who was staggering hard, especially mm-hmm. versus OKC, but also against Golden State as well. We were, I mean, <laughs> if we did the show like five days ago, that, that would be a completely different show. But right now, we we have to be. Uh, we have to to feel confident about him being willing to to stagger his guys I think there were like three or four minutes of all bench lineup in this last game other than that we've seen so many variations of uh, Jamal with the, the bench Michael Porter with the bench both of those guys with the bench of course Nicola with the bench we've seen that before as well in the first quarter especially so all of these things are helping uh, team to optimize their chances of, of winning games. And also one other thing, I think the most, the most important job for Michael Malone in the months that are coming is to integrate Jamal Murray as he's getting his legs under him and not losing games because of it. Because right now this team without Jamal, I'm confident is capable of 55 to 60 wins really even without Jamal it's it's just amazing and we need him we know we need him for the for the playoffs and you know regular season is one thing Play, playoffs uh, are the other one. right now I think Denver has a pretty good uh, recipe for the for the regular season which is important not to get like like golden State in round one and yeah and get yeah. destroyed by them. Although you never know, you might well, still face but them. Just you don't want you want to avoid him. Yeah, you want to avoid him
1: anyway. Like any one of these bigger, you know, big deep teams, that know how to play against Denver. You want to avoid him just for for you know because the first rounds you're always figuring stuff out. You're not still playoff completely playoff ready, and eventually, that, you know that's the that's why Seton is important. I was gonna come back to this comment. It's a great comment. Seeing the the free throws, Murray's free throws late that he you know he hasn't hit clutch points like in 500 plus days. That's yeah. a great that's a great point, and especially since he said, you know, he says he's tired and he's out of conditioning. You know, getting back to it, not out of conditioning, but like getting back to it. And this like winded, uh, winded moments, like that's one of the free throws would suffer. You know, when you're not in shape and you miss, and he made this. That was that was pretty big. Um, I, yeah, like that's, it, I'm. It's gonna be interesting again how they fit. Like it's still again, I'm saying it's still not complete, and with Murray playing. Even without him, like we kind of see even in the closing moments yesterday when he had when he had the ball, what a little, you know it's still a little bit of a difference. No matter how rough he is compared to like Bones, he was we, they were used to, you know he's used to these moments where he knows how to you know wiggle out of the double team and and get the ball get the ball rolling like forward. So that's why you, you know that's why it's important. Like in those the closing minutes of a Golden State game, that probably wouldn't even be close if he was full strength. Uh, in that how the game was flowing anyway, like not saying like we were, we're going to blow out Golden State every time, just like that particular game, if he was there in his full strength at the end of the game, that's a two-man game that Bruce Brown, you know, valiantly played, you know, considering he just, start, you know, third, you know, second game, regular season game with Jokic. But with Murray, like that probably would, you, we've seen it yesterday. Like again, so Murray's so like rough around the edges, him and Jokic start playing like it's just poetry. Like they know each other still, you know, timings like that, that's kind of, I mean, again, that's what we lost with Montem Tim Barton as well. We just didn't understand how much they actually knew each other until again, you see a little, you know, even golden state game, Utah game, especially like get, they got to get, get into these sets and there's still communication issues that result in not as efficient, as, as efficient basketball. Bruce Brown had a turnover because he didn't know at that particular moment, how Jokic reads the defense and and he popped you know he popped and he bruce thought it was gonna roll into like a mid range and it was just a you know plain turnover like in yeah. in a big moment and those are the things that will be ironed out with with jamal and you said with the bench like the the, the with the malone thing for me i watched i didn't watch you to live um i was i was out and i was gonna catch a replay it wasn't like and again like not knowing the full score if i was watching him like it was wasn't like it was horrendous to you know to a degree because we expect Denver like to be much better. but to another like watching the game was like, well, this is just uh, they 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 approached it as a preseason uh there was not they're not these like unreparable mistakes that were made that just a horrible play like there's it's broken. It was just like okay, we kind of took it by you know, took it took it for granted we saw Utah do the same thing to Minnesota. Minnesota even had a game to see them like they actually shoot 53s a game. We right. we
0: we will try to 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 put a new new light on that that game in the second segment. But no. before before that, I just wanted to say one thing. One more thing about Michael Malone. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really brave in this uh, OKC game. When uh, I thought he would cl- uh, close with with Bruce Brown, to be honest, at like a seven minute mark, yeah. still there was still Bruce and and uh, I believe Jeff Green on the court. And then he put Murray back, and I was like, "Oh, this is brave, this is brave, hopefully everything will go well yeah. and and it did it did and it's it's really important, it's really important, as you mentioned, uh Jamal got those clutch free throws because of that, and that's that's a really important step in his uh, yeah his there's no there's no way but
1: through like they can't baby him and be like, Okay, this is a close game, we're not gonna let you be in the game, like they kind of push through like it's gonna cost him some wins, but they have to eventually push through it. The bigger goal is in April. It's not in you know in November. So I think that was a, that was a good move by Malone.
0: Okay, this is a good moment to to make a little break, and after the break, we'll talk some MPJ. Welcome back to the <laughs> Serbian Corner, <laughs> your Sunday uh, football day edition. Voya. Before the game, and especially on Twitter, you said how much you like Michael Porter's game right now. Can right you now,
1: yeah. elaborate a bit, please? Yeah. So this is first. This is funny. We we all like shut up for a few seconds. It's like how the sausage is made. We had to make a break for the audio ads. Uh, so first, why I said it was he's he's one of my favorite players right now is watching again. Watching a replay. I watched OKC yesterday, and I tur- you know turned it on again for the first half. Just to see when he was missing, missing the shots that he did. Later, he was just making like crazy. He first of all, like, there's no questions anymore of like, oh, can can he fit in the system? Like, will he play around? You know, there's the game. You know, the game the Denver plays, and then it's just MPJ on the side, kind of like hovering. He is completely in it. Like, it's 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 awesome. And maybe it's you know the addition of again KCP that is also a similar type of running gun. There's no multiple that many ball handlers. Gordon, you know, Gordon has his role that he he already honed in for the for the last like year and a half. He's just in there and he's fighting. Like there's so many uh, times he went in for a v- offensive rebound, like tipped the ball. Um, even if we did, he didn't get it. Like if he didn't grab it, he would at least make OKC because he was fighting for that ball. He didn't let OKC run, and that rebound would have been probably you know to quick to SGA and then like a secondary transition type because he was there and like they were battling for it. Some time expired, like then, then I have to, like, okay, we're, everyone else from the Nuggets can set up their defense. Of course, shooting is, is just incredible. Like, there's, I'm, um, we can just repeat this every time. Like, it's, it's pure, pure shooting. And again, he, did, he didn't even have like some, some of the open shots he was making off Jokic doubles uh, or missing at the beginning, he made later, but five out of 10. And, and again, it looked like he had a bet off night, like, it, some some instances. Or just an average night, I should say, not an off night. Average. This is like, okay, we, he can be 5 out of 10 every game, and I w- wouldn't be a problem at all. Like, even if those out of those 10 uh, threes, like, two of them were his, like, one of the step backs that he likes to take, more often than not, he's going to make those two. Like, it's just incredible. Then, re, you know, fighting for rebounds, like, he's there. We, ta- um, we talked about some of the defensive stuff before the in the preseason. He showed it even more. Like, against Utah, he was bailing Jokic out a couple of times. Like, reading rotations that he you know was unaware of that there were that should have been there previously again there's golden state is one of the hardest teams to play against so like yes they had obviously had some lapses but it's not like anyone else is you have to be an elite defender basically to like keep up with what they're doing especially on the perimeter and you know and drawing wiggins that wiggins learned his role of how to how to you know exploit those, like, rotations and basically bad closeouts. Like, because there's there's a thing, you know, a few things he can learn. Those closeouts we talked about, like, you know, quickening his feet when he's closing out, not just, like, flying by guys. Getting used to, like, boxing out because he's so athletic. He doesn't – most often he doesn't need to box out. He just sky for the ball. But just learning those, like, little details. Basically what we talked about in the offseason, like watching Jeff a little bit from last year, like what he – some of the stuff, what he does. But he's active. He's in the part of the system. Like, there's no, there's handoffs with Jokic that are, feel natural. It's not just like, let's push for Jamal for for MPJ to get some shots. He hasn't shot in a while. It was just no, no. That's that's what it is. He had some drives that was just like you know dead straight. Like, there's no, he didn't try to dribble as much. Like, it was just okay, we're gonna go to the basket. He got some in ones uh, a couple of times in the transition. He like you know kind of like faked out the defender. He's gonna shoot in his like you know yeah Mike shot. But then like drove and then kicked it, kicked the ball out. Like saw where the guys were. He didn't. He wasn't just lost in the you know lost in the pain when he started dribbling. Like again, there's a lot of like still deficiencies like everyone else. And but he's coming off again a third back surgery and he's playing like this and he can average 20 points a game with without a sweat because again Jokic is so good that he frees him up. But even with the bench, like he had those like you know coming off of screens and stuff. Like finally he's making those that we were like clamoring for him to, to, to start doing like just basically the clay type stuff. It's, it's awesome. I I was really enjoying watching him on a replay. But again, not even just shooting, just like watching him do like everything else, like being in the muck of things and making things like interesting again for okay. Seeing their defensive rebounds. And then all of a sudden there's a scrum and okay. MPJ is coming out with our ball. And, you know, so I, I, I was really, that's, that's one of my biggest positivities from this week. Like, he kind of kept going like last year. He he started that Phoenix game, and then obviously like his back was like worse and worse. But that's what I was seeing from him last year, and I'm glad to see it back again. So it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> Crazy to think that like three weeks ago we called him the least Serbian player of all time.
1: It and still well, it still is like it doesn't again. Like it would yeah. weren't. It wasn't an insult. Like I don't, I just right now he's doing ba- you know everything that he can do, and again yeah. he's still not like that. We give me a serbian player that, that like can do what michael porter does like not even stojkovic one of our best shooter best shooter ever in for serbia like even he wasn't like mpj
0: in that type ex- of like
1: to try shot to making.
0: how efficient he is it's like when jokic pulls f- pulls up for one of his floaters you know from five feet yeah. and every time it goes out you're just amazed that it went out exactly same with histories. <laughs>
1: it's it's a three-pointer and it's like okay we're shooting he gets yeah he gets the ball it's it's a you know guys contesting hard contest is almost like a foul and you're surprised that the ball didn't make it through make it in and then you're not even shot like he makes the shot it's like okay yeah, yeah no, you, you think
0: like like something happened here. I have to I have to run the film to see what actually happened here. So so the ball actually didn't didn't make the hoop.
1: Uh, <laughs> sorry, I see the comment. You can pull up the comment from a uh, You know, it's like the, he's uh, Brane is laughing at. Like I didn't say MPJ is better than Paige. I'm saying the the shot that he makes and over guys they will look so easy that that's we never had we Serbia never had a shooter like that because give me a shooter that's two hundred and ten. centimeters tall and can shoot like this Uh, like it's not i I don't understand like why are we always like insulted when everything is compared like it's not again he's not better than Pedro right now because page had a longer career and and, like is one of the top three pointers ever and you know everything like that i'm just saying this type of shot making we've never had and why are we defensive about it i don't understand so no reason
0: for that the the michael porter needs to eat a lot of bread and a lot of years of his career to, to, for him to reach the heights of Badges but it's 12, not it's not one who or was the at other, some point like, yeah he, yeah he he was at some point the the, the MVP you know the 14 MVP race but that doesn't mean that he is probably the best shot maker we've ever seen <laughs> I mean the, the sample is still small enough so we can we can say this and that but in reality if you distill what you can see from his shot making nobody nobody did that in serbian history absolutely for sure and uh, i mean
1: even like that's why he's so high for like americans too like they're just they're like they're fawning over him on based on the same thing they're like okay this is kevin durant and then there's a bunch of empty spots because he's the only one but like who can be the closest to kevin durant for what yeah. he does but basically like how tough the shots are and like okay now it's brandon ingram is showing some of this stuff and michael porter would be next like just that based on the height and the ability to just not see defenders in front of him. So, like again, I just this is, a, this is a digression, but like again, we just always have to fight about these opinions. Like, it's not one or the other. I'm not saying categorically when I when I say someone is good at something, it's not categorically saying everyone else is is bad. So, like, we can keep going. Yeah,
0: yeah, of course. Okay, let's now move into the the darkest part of this podcast, and that's meeting a mountain lion on the front porch which is a segment where we speak about what scared us or made us the most pessimistic about. And <laughs> of course, I don't want to turn this show into a, into a, a, a crying about a bad loss on the game number one this season. So I made a little game to make it more interesting. So my scary thing this week is, of course, that no show in Salt Lake City and just, just, just an idea. I want to give you some ideas why this loss happened, and you will tell me on a on a scale of one to ten, one being my sleep-deprived fan fiction, <laughs> and ten being a complete lock. How how sure are you about the reason that uh, that created this uh, this loss for the Nuggets? Okay, so reason number one. Utah is a pretty good team hidden in plain sight.
1: That's a, that's a four to me. I, I think they're just uh, on basically unscouted. These are all the guys everyone knows, but no one knew how they are playing together and, and leading a team. Uh, so I'm not sure that they're really good. Like I think they're just probably like with a little bit of time, they'll probably come back down to earth. That's that's my opinion. So, like, but it's still they're not terrible players individually. Just like together, it's kind of a smorgasbord now. That you' not sure how, kind of who to cover, and who's if you take out one guy, like, what's the difference between Markin and then, you know focusing everything on marketing and focusing everything on Sexton, like, or you know, and you have Kelly Lennox shooting shots, and so it's like again, and then I think you have Hardy there, yeah. So, like, um, that's one of the we, we can come back to it. So it's like a really I don't think it's they're that. Great. Yeah, I think it's yeah.
0: Just kinda... I I have move the, the reason number five right <laughs> now. So, did Will Hardy break the game with forty four three point attempts per game, or did they just get hot in a game against the Nuggets? No, or, it's or again actually, on a two plus, yeah, yeah, on a, on a, two game
1: sample size. Like they're probably you, you, for now you say they're hot, but again the roster that they have is like there's not really. Would you who you, who would you say is like except Vando? a bad three-point shooter that's in that rotation. So you have Conley, you have Markkanen, Kessler shot, you know, he doesn't, but like he shot it in college, I believe, yeah, in Auburn. Um, Beasley, I said Michael, It's like Malik, uh, Malik Beasley, uh, obviously Jordan Clarkson, Sexton, like was, you know, when he gets going, he can shoot threes too. So it's like they're not, it's not, you know, not surprising that they, they can get a bunch of shots so like, uh, but it, we'll see you know how the how the season goes and if they decide like i really I was talking to uh one of our guys from from Serbia yesterday on the show and like i really tanking sucks because of this reason like i wish we could find out before they just pull the plug and we never know if it's just hot or they actually could be really fun i really hope I would hope that they would like try to win as many games as they can it's just that they won't so it sucks
0: NBA just needs. Yeah, sorry. And this is Alexander said basically. No,
1: no one, no one knew what Utah would look like. That's basically my point. Just like a bunch of players together that no one, wait, we we have that reason too. We have that reason too written down. Come on.
0: Next reason: Vando and Beasley giving it to their former team.
1: Oh, I see. (laughs) Oh, of course. I mean, that's a that's also like true. They both they wanted to kill everyone. That's what vando said like for minnesota team and i assume for denver as well like they wanted to give it all so i mean they were more energetic in both uh both games like they were crashing the boards like you know like insane people and uh running around and like playing hard so harder than you know both denver and minnesota so
0: vando has been amazing i mean he he grew so much from his denver nuggets days in everything except in uh, uh, foul making because he still fouls <laughs> like crazy. So, that's. Yeah. I think he, 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 uh, uh the, the game could have gone even worse, you know, if if he stayed on the court and until the, the end. Okay, yep. Number three, reason number three or number four, crazy night clubbing <laughs> in Salt Lake City before the game.
1: That's we have number. to, we have to ask Molly about this. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I would say that's a crazy fanfic. Oh for a real hardy one, I would say like that's a five, like we're still juries out. Oh yeah. So it's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this that's is good. uh this is a one, like <laughs> especially knowing like this team, like there's a lot of like not clubbing guys.
0: Yeah, it was worth a try.
1: Okay, next one.
0: <laughs> Malone not having a game plan against a team with no film made on. Now, that that's that's that actually that's makes that's sense. the
1: one. I think like I would give this a A six because I still I can't give it like higher because again they're professionals they they should be prepared uh, for anything and but but to be fair like yeah that was we saw against OKC the difference where Malone didn't even put DeAndre Jordan in because OKC doesn't have a traditional center while against Golden State he was playing because Wiseman was was on the bench so that was the for that's the key that we should also like you know we gotta have to give credit to Malone for understanding that and then in the second half against Utah as well he was he was like shifting things but again Murray was that's the first game and so it, it kind of was if if he if he pulled the, the thing of like, okay we're gonna bench Murray for the second half because it's not going just to beat Utah it I think the loss is like was better than than benching Murray and like and winning that game like so I think that's just a you know, complete like six again because it's more on the very true but also like their professionals I can give him like that much pass on 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 like not being prepared like they should be.
0: Also they didn't lose that second half. The second half was was yeah, equal yeah, yeah. points for both teams. They just got trust. Exactly.
1: First half. It was 35-9 I mean in the in the bench points at or at some point yeah. I think first yeah like it's it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. And for the end
0: Jokic <laughs> was uninterested of destroying rookie Walker uh, Kessler. Sounds by the like way, a 10. By always the way, like a ten. I, I love this name. Walker Kessler. Yeah, Walker Come Kessler, on, man. man. It sounds like two like, last like, names. So, yeah, it's 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 like a
1: like a villain from from a uh, Blade
0: Runner something like that. It's I don't like know, the, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's sounds awesome. The two,
1: it's the two last names, yeah. It's the Sheriff Walker Kessler like him. <laughs> uh I mean, so that's yeah, a, 10. Uh, that's a I mean, it's always a ten. Like I don't know if he's ever like I want to destroy this person. I really wish I could ask him that once. Like, if you ever come to a game like, I hate this dude, I want to kill him, like, you know, obviously in the basketball terms. So I don't know, maybe. Uh, but so, yeah, that's a 10, but Walker Kessler, great name.
0: <laughs> okay, let me go back to the to the rundown. Okay, let's start now with the diehard questions of the week. This time, we'll, we'll move to four questions by our awesome audience, some real diehards there so let me pull the first one up and then we will we will go for a little break again let me just find it bigger so i can read it okay so first off denver nuggets fans at den nuggets fans did you hear from any serbian media outlet about the wrist finger injury i feel like it's the nuggets faking it to fool other teams so before I get an answer from you, Boya. I just want to make something clear. No media outlet outside of, you know, Nuggets Serbia and us on Serbian Corner are following the Nuggets uh, as close as we are. I mean, yeah, from Serbia. No, nobody in Serbia. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think anybody can get something extra out of it. I mean, I don't think anybody is, you know, poking Augusto Jakovic throughout the season. To ask him, hey, Yogi, yeah, can yeah. you tell us something about the injury? And of course, Socky will never tell them anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, basically, that's a big no for me. Do you have something extra to. No, recommend? that's a good
1: point. Like, I wouldn't, even if there was something that shows up, like, I would really have to check this, like, understand what the sources are coming from because I don't trust our media in these specific situations. Like, just it's, it is, that's the state of it right now there. Um, and yeah, and I don't think like they would, if they were reporting something back home, it would be whatever they can find from, you know, from the guys, the, the beat reporters from Denver and they see on Twitter and, and some of those news, like, I don't think anyone else would have, there's, there's no way there's going to be a breaking story about Jokic's injury coming from Serbia that would make it here and, and be cre- credible and wouldn't be broken here first. Like that's not, right. yeah. So yeah, I would, yeah. that's not, and now faking the faking thing. I don't understand also the part of that question. I'm not sure like the. Now like, trying fool, fooling, like Fooling
0: fooling the opponent opposition. Like, oh, he's not really
1: that injured, or like he's injured, but they're not gonna say how like I don't know which part of the spectrum is it on. Mm-hmm. Like is he not hurt and they're like wrapping him up to make it seem like he's hurt? Yeah, or something like that. I think okay. I think that's I don't think that's the case. Well, because again, with, with, with sports like we know about these like professional basketball players that like take every advantage they can. I wouldn't want to wrap my wrist to you know to signal that it hurts because the first thing they'll probably do is like w- was, was slap that wrist and try to see if it hurts like how much it hurts so uh, yeah. also the
0: bet the betting is a huge part of it right yes. now so i don't think they're allowed to fake things like this because yeah, that too. with a lot of money there's a lot of money involved because yeah well,
1: honestly like as long as the wrist is going i'm you know basically you're under under jokic points the bet is like pretty sensible because <laughs> like we've seen him not play you know not shoot for yet like in these three games like shoot like you know 75 to 80 percent from the field like he missed some of those like flick of the wrist layups that he made and stuff i don't think it like bothers him that much i'm just like for the as far as the betting you that's what you're saying like that's kind of what the that those, those data points is what they're taking for those over-unders too like is he wrist which wrist which finger like which knee that kind of stuff
0: okay we will move back to the to the to the diehard questions right after this break and we are back with some other awesome questions from diehards joshua asks uh at space nerd 1313 excellent hash uh, excellent handle Will Ish get any real minutes with a healthy Murray and two surprisingly, though not too surprising, defensive games from Christian Brown? Seems like any path he had into the rotation dries up if he's getting minutes nightly. What do you think about this? Uh,
1: I think there is, and I think it's going to be the same thing with DeAndre Jordan. Uh, Like what we saw again, like what was mentioned between Golden State and um and OKC games just on the matchups, there might be I'm not off the top of my head I don't know if like which teams I could be like hey this is the one I can see Smith play because they have the second unit has two aggressive guards that they come out like and and are could hunt okay let's go Pelicans for example if Jose Alvarado is playing against Bones and is pressing pressing him the entire court, uh maybe in that situation you want him uh you want him like off the ball again but we have you know we said all healthy so like bruce brown is there to like help out with you know getting the ball across and setting up the setting up the uh offense but maybe like those are kind of the themes i'm looking at maybe if you need like two or even three like ball handlers you have bruce ish and bones uh just like you can set up your offense more easily like that kind of stuff like i could see it there based on matchups like again not including injuries to players and resting and stuff like that and like even and again, like we don't, we, I don't want to jinx it. Like it could be like, okay, bones has like a really rough night, like just completely is you know got up on the wrong foot, like can't make a shot, like the decision is just not there. And So the second half he comes in and and like stabilizes the second unit because the starters are playing so well, and every time they you know the, the starters come out a little bit, the the the, the you know the uh, advantage drops. Then I can see maybe Ishmael being like, hey, stabilize this like unit. We need to win this game. And that's it. So there's a couple of those scenarios, but it's tough now. They're, they're really playing well. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, put him instead of bones for sure. And then Brown is just showing, you know, the defensive prowess that, you know, just because of the size, like that ish doesn't have. So it's like for now, these, you know, I'm saying these are the scenarios that I conceive right now that, you know, for them, uh, him, for him to go up. What do you think? I agree with that. I really think he's, his uh, uh,
0: the safest way to get on the court is in the in the nights when Jamal just doesn't play that's that's the easy path for him to get to the rotation minutes and as you said bones might have some bad bad games he's still a second year player he has a lot of things on his back so it's 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 really tough and it's not something to be scared of Sometimes bones will just not be not be uh, on the height of his powers. Yeah, right. So it's it's really good to have a a, a, a savvy option, veteran, yeah, yeah, yeah. savvy yeah. veteran uh, to play next to him, okay, or instead of him. Next next question from the homie Michael Shields at Mike Shields ninety nine. Given how the team has played so far, where is the team at relative to your expectations? In becoming their best version of themselves.
1: What do you think? Well, I'll give you. I'll give you. So I, I wanted to shout this out. Uh, as, you know, because of the start of the season, uh, we talked about basically it was it was a fish to disagreement we had before the season, where you said Murray will probably be, be terrible at the beginning. I thought maybe like he'll come off swinging because of just a long off, and you like you were completely right there. He was. He's really bad, and like that was more sensible sensible thing to say, like, rational thing to say. I was kind of, like, half of it was I was hoping that he might come out of, like, you know, an NFL player comes out after some, you know, some injury sometime. Um I mean, I don't – it's um, maybe 60% what I was expecting, like, just because if I expected Jamal to be better. But I think, like, there's, a lot, you know, there's, there's good good things to, you know, to hang your hat on uh, beginning of the season. Like, I kind of ex- – we expect him to be like much better but it's also this isn't this is kind of on par let's say what do you what, what's your what's your take
0: yeah I, w- I, w- I will take that that uh, uh, winning lap about uh, expecting Jamal to be uh, a worse uh, um, uh, version of himself on the other hand I thought even though I said I don't expect the defense to be a top notch from the from the get-go I thought it would be better than it was okay. Uh, in these first three games, I mean, they 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 got a lot of easy baskets made on them in all of the three games. Actually, uh, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, against the OKC, when you have five out guys like just ra- raining trees, yeah. the, the 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 Mike Muscala, he, he made like yeah, how many get five trees?
1: Can, can we get him <laughs> as our as, as our option as well from the center? Like- he is too good for that team, man. They I don't. don't they, they such a him. good they veteran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. It's,
0: it's super risky to play Mike Muscala if you're trying to lose games. That's one of those games. like great it's NBA
1: careers where you're like I don't think anyone has an like an opinion opinion about him. Like there's not gonna be a you know someone says something about Mike Muscala and someone comes down and says uh was who's, who's like a veteran now like, like Drummond better like you know or or like you know Zeke Naji better. And just try to just troll him, like you know, like it happens with like whoever posts something about Jokic, someone's got to show up down there and says like he's overrated or, or worse. Like so, you spend your entire you know, entire life playing basketball in the NBA, earn a good salary, and you can come out and be basically into like whatever what what Jokic wants and like obscure retirement is like oh yeah I remember Mike Pascala. like whatever happened to him he's like oh he's enjoying his millions and like without any backlash because he's. He's such a chill veteran. Like, it's really one of those like funny, funny like side careers that's like pretty much a lot of normal people would want to have. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so to go back to Michael's question,
0: I think I'm I'm actually lower than you on on how far I think they are to their best version because the biggest obstacle of absolutely is Jamal Murray, and right now he's playing like a like a sixth man. Let's say that's his level of play, and we want him to be you know, a second guy or maybe even a 1B guy yeah. on this team. And it's a big gap over there. It's harder for him to get there than people think because he really needs to to, to, to get to turning the corners more easily yeah. on yeah. almost almost every play. And it's going to be tough. We believe in Jamal because he's a, he's a, a insane person when, when we speak about his work ethics. So I'm sure he'll get there sooner rather than later
1: so so you said yeah i agree the point there that you get there because we've seen some moments like it's not completely missing uh and so that's that's what i think it's yeah that's why i think it's like a you can see it positively if he was completely couldn't get past anyone for all all, you know in all two games that he played all the minutes you're like well that's a little bit troublesome especially since it's okc in utah if you couldn't get by anyone like you know, you start worrying. But because he can, in certain moments, he was, like, really impressive. Like, okay, now it's just a matter of time to, like, get that more constantly that it's not just, like, every 10th play. Like, it's it's every, like, it's going to be every third, every fourth, and, like, seventh. And then, okay, now he's getting past people nine out of 10 times. Like, it'll be, it's going to be fun.
0: I have to say, I didn't expect uh, KCP to to drain six threes in game number three <laughs> that was fair. a really nice surprise especially really after nice the preseason
1: surprise. yeah after preseason especially like
0: that was I was I was so afraid know. he'll just forget to shoot when he comes to the Nuggets like many <laughs> players did in yeah. the past I mean I know I know that's not actually true That's just just die hard you know feelings about the game it's not it's not yeah. really accurate no, no. but yeah I'm I'm really happy about, about well, i think is excited. He didn't. I, I, I honestly,
1: I can probably almost vouch that he didn't know what to expect coming here. That that he thought being like a fifth option playing defense in a or or fourth option in a starting lineup meant like these that he's never going to score. And like I'm pretty sure like that like last game was like oh wait wait a minute I can they're going to you know basically like run stuff and ball's going to find me even though I'm not like the first option. And he comes out yesterday he's like 13 points in nine minutes like or eight minutes. Like okay, cool. Like that's I can keep going with this. Like so, I and what we always say, like you know, play good offense, like usually gets gets translated into the the desire to play good defense as well. Like if they're just running and playing defense and they don't get you know one shot per game, like then you know they get like why am I doing this? But now it's like okay, I'm scoring like six threes, but I'm also gonna defend SGA and try to like limit him as much as possible. So it's like really good trade off there. Like I really I really like it. You're right. I agree. I agree.
0: Okay, last question for for today. West Bank Pete, or at Buckets since 88, go check out his podcast, Four Corners. It's a really good Nuggets podcast. So what is your level of concern about the Nuggets defense? And I have to say, right after the Utah game, it was was really low. (laughs) It felt really bad. But right now, when we see Christian Brown playing real minutes, actual rotation minutes, it's, it's actually much higher than I thought it would be in this part of season. Of course, they might suffer some blowout uh, losses next week, so I will, I will eat my words. But when you, when you see all of those guys, Bruce and KCP and Christian and uh, Aaron, uh, I mean, it's, it feels pretty good. I know it will take some time for all the rotations to, to, to get on their places, but, but the, 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 uh, the elements are definitely there. So yes. I, I would say we, we spoke about last week about them being top five defense. I would say I'm like, like 55% sure that will happen, which is
1: pretty high. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I Again, like I watched when watching the Utah thing, and it was a lot of the stuff that popped out in my head first was – well, off the screen first was, was communication and trust. As, as I, I think we, we kind of previewed this last weekend when we said it's going to take some time. There's, there's basically three new players in that starting lineup because KCP, two guys off the injuries, and then you have Bruce and Bones in a different role and then Christian Brown or Devon Reed, whoever was playing – so basically new people for this defense and you don't know yet, like what you can trust a defender to do, like the guy next to you to do it's like, you know, the failings in, you know, in the, when the, in the 300 movie, when they described like the shield next to you defense, the guy next to you kind of thing. And if you don't trust him, it's going to fall. And I could, I could see against Utah, for example, like you have Gordon, maybe like a whole we're helping sometimes because he doesn't know like if, is gonna get stuck on a screen maybe in the similar way that barton might or monte might or if he's gonna you know have the speed to catch up so there's a lot of these like three, when three men were involved from Utah like a lot of like just late on to you know to catch up on the on the on the open guy because it just didn't seem like they were communicating well or and slash like slash trusting like what a person can next you can do and then you know, obviously again like this was encouraging because he like improved a little bit the one thing that I'm really excited about is just looking at these three guard defenders, Brown, 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 and KCP, just how how much they can stay in front of their guys. Like just if you go one-on-one, they can stay in front of their people. Again, yesterday, it's kind of was like a interesting um, three games for them defensively because they have dynamic guards like on all three teams, and it's a little bit different styles of them, right? The Golden State has this one style, you know, running around, you know, the shots, the, you know, and then from – over over helping on the shots, then they're gonna go by you. OK, OKC has these basically down down the hill um attacking the rim first, then the shot comes next. And you have Giddy as a tall guy like trying to go through guys. I'm still convinced SGA somehow is ice skating out there when he when he when he attacks people, like he's gliding in that like there's no way he doesn't look fast and somehow he's like going past these guys that are really good defenders just like they're non existent. It's so incredible to watch. So I, I'm I, that's why I'm really like optimistic about the defense because again the communication can come because they're all smart players and more and more I think it's just gonna keep going again. Golden State game proved that like they were defending in right moments and then just like kind of collapse you know collapse some of the points at the last minute. Like otherwise it was like a really decent like defensive rating for that game up until like a minute and a minute and a half left. Excellent.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To close out this episode, we'll go to the Nuggets stats of the week. I wanted to do a little trivia game as well, but we won't have time for this uh, this week. So Nuggets stat of the week. After three regular season games played, I'm going to give you a bunch of small sample stats. So first of all, true shooting. All if right. you think Jokic's true shooting of 72% or Porter's true shooting of 69% are impressive, and trust me, they are. How about Gordon. Uncle Jeff's 81% true shooting? 81%. Let's go. It's, and that's not a small number of shots. <laughs> but yeah. there's one guy who had even Uncle Jeff's, you know, uh, uh, he, he was better than him. And that's DeAndre Jordan, who has 92% true shooting. <laughs> he hasn't missed a single shot in this season in 30 minutes. He's just a free throw, right? On the court. <laughs> So I'm sorry for everything I said about DeAndre Jordan before the, the awesome. season. I'm I'm kidding, but but let's let's hope for this uh, run to 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 last as long as it is possible. Yep, Let's next go, thing yeah. I the, want the, to... the,
1: the was it the reverse Jacques watch like the the yeah the reverse 34. Jacques watch. Let's yeah. see how much he can't
0: miss. Yeah, shout out Kit Parrish of the Fasberg Breakfast. Okay, next yep. thing usage. Nikola Jokic is just the third. Among <laughs> rotation guys with twenty three point three percent usage. So just to, to 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 so the average would be twenty percent. Like if all five guys touch the ball equally, twenty percent is equal. So your two time MVP is at twenty three point three. And uh, first is on the Nuggets is of course Bones Highland with twenty eight point eight because nice. he's running the second unit. Let's go. And then then we have Jamal Murray with twenty six point one percent which is which is pretty sweet also
1: good let's 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 like fast forward to the point where he's really good by, yeah, by giving him the ball we give him the ball so much like i like it i agree
0: so what this tells me is that nicola is doing his best to create an egalitarian offense and uh you know just let everybody play just like everybody feed just like everybody take their their chance at the at the rock and uh it's it's working. I I cannot say it's working fine because they're still like minus ten in plus minus in two, after three games. But hopefully it will it will continue on the upswing for the next. Uh, just just one note about the usage. Number one in usage, two guys are number one in usage in, in the league right now: Darius Garland and Luka Doncic, both north of thirty eight percent. Yeah, so, and,
1: and Garland is is probably like a completely skewed one because he got hurt in the second game, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's, it's not, that's only So it's basically one game, like 20-some yeah. minutes, games. probably, like 30-some yeah. minutes, yeah. yeah. But Luca, yeah, I, I, I knew Luca was going to, yeah. That's a, that's the new card. They just
0: traded away all the good players so Luca can be Luca. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, did just you see that, ball. though? Did you see the... The crazy point, like in 30 minutes, he and Wood played have 147 offensive rating together. Like Wood scored yeah. 50 points in 49 minutes. Like that's, that's insane. Yeah, that's Luke... the one other proof that like Luca is Harden because, like Harden type of type of player because Wood also like shined when he was playing with, with Harden. So it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, 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 use, tell you, man.
1: usage, not a not a play. Like, I think he's more of like he has better character, you know, character than. Harden.
0: Yeah, you know but my you my you know my old take that Luca is just a good looking James Harden, so I think <laughs> that helps him too as well. <laughs> <Fair. clears throat> okay, one last stat for this uh, stat of the week, and it's my favorite. Aaron Gordon is averaging three point three offensive rebounds per game, like he is glass eating. I'm loving. His activity on the offensive boards—he has saved the Nuggets so many times, and most of those offensive rebounds were just uh, not not putbacks, but but dunks. Clean up, yeah, yeah, like, yeah clean. Like up, yeah. Put it down and then just ram yeah. it. Yeah,
1: that, that's that's one of the fun fun parts of these few games. Just you no, know, like he you know he fights for the rebound. He wants to tip it in. Eventually, just catches it. And there's like three or four like other players around and you just see Gordon just up, you know, and, and all like just swallow matter. the rim. Like it was it's so so ferocious. It's awesome. Yes.
0: Yes. So uh, kudos to, to our favorite Nugget, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. I I oh, had got, some yeah. I had some hot takes like like a day ago. Like I'm expecting Aaron Gordon to be Nugget's second best player by the end of the season, but I don't know, man. <laughs> Michael Jay's Porter. Kinda, Michael Porter is running hot. Now, yeah running hot before we let you enjoy this sunday please consider subscribing and giving a thumbs up on the youtube video or give a five-star review to the dnvr nuggets podcast on itunes it will help uh, the channel grow even further it is only four days until the 90 minutes long dnvr nuggets feature called 100 invisible threads and it will premiere on evoca tv in colorado i've seen some of the footage and it's gonna be a banger Prepare tissues if you're you're gonna need them for various reasons. Oh God, that was the
1: worst that's joke like, I've ever that, made. Yeah, no, that's that's a Kevin Smith joke. He makes a Good Morning <laughs> America. He said you'll have you'll bring tissues. You need him for both situations. <laughs> ah, oh
0: God. Okay, so I, 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 I didn't know that, Jack. But yeah. you see,
1: you know, great minds think
0: alike. So that's yeah, yep. that's what you're gonna do. So hopefully we will be able to recover from that joke and see you again next week. Yeah, either see when I get week. sick.
1: Y